This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. They put money on a pedestal or they put a relationship on a pedestal and they think that they're not worthy of that. And that's where their self-esteem and their self-love comes in. So manifesting starts by understanding that you have to love the version of you that you're in right now mm-hmm. to the same degree that you want to be loved at. Mm-hmm. And the reason that it feels so good to be in love is because that person is reflecting back to you how you should feel about yourself. They yeah. look at you with admiration and inspiration. And if you can't feel that way about yourself, you can't manifest yet. You can, but you're going to have these lower results. But gotcha. to go ahead and manifest, you know, dream opportunities and wonderful things to come into your reality, you have to be very in love with yourself and almost to a state of delusion, which is now trending called lucky girl syndrome. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's just another variation of manifesting. Hey, senorita, really nice to meet you. Have some tequila and This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Michelle J. Lamont, professional keynote speaker and host of Manifesting Miracles, the podcast that has over 225,000 downloads. I need her to teach me how to manifest. Hell, I need her to teach me how to meditate. We need to start from ground zero with this girl. She's here today to walk me through manifesting. And you can listen and you can learn. Um, I met her in Tampa. Her energy is phenomenal. And I had to have her on my show. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. And please just pause this real quick. Run on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for Squats and Margaritas. Here is my episode with Michelle J. Lamont. I want to start with your story. Your energy is fire. You live in a million dollar house on the water but it wasn't always that way. So um, I'm a first generation American. I'm Colombian by my mother and I am American by my father. And when I turned 10 years old, my mother got undifferentiated lymphomic cancer. Um, 90 days later, she died. And oh God. I'm sorry. Before, thank you. Uh, before my 11th birthday, my dad picked me up. We lived in a beautiful big home. He had multiple car dealerships. My mom had several businesses. We had traveled around the world. We had, you know, very happy, beautiful life and maids, nannies, all that kind of thing. But I went from a silver spoon to a paper plate almost overnight. Um, and so my, my dad picked me up from school and drove me three hours away and I became a ward of the state of Texas before my 11th birthday. He kept my brothers and my youngest sister and I was now motherless, familyless, and homeless. At 11? Before 11. Between my 10th, between between July of my 10th year and October of that year that would happen. My mother would die and I would be homeless. Um, within two months of that I would be sexually abused. Um, And over the next seven years, this would happen to all the girls in the orphanage 
Um, we didn't have shoes or clothes didn't fit. We didn't have anything. Um, and yet, uh, there was just something inside of me that my mom had put into me, like to get to college and, and to do make something of myself. And every day she told me I was going to be the first female president and you know, all that kind of thing. So I know that that has a big influence on me, but I don't, you know, I know that it was also me who allowed me to survive all of that and actually forgive those people and pray for those people, but not quite yet. So I go to college, I get to, I get all the way to Arizona state from Waco, Texas. And I come home from school. I meet the first guy that's nice to me within three and a half years. I was married to him and stayed married to him for a long time. And during that time I had multiple six figure businesses starting my first business with $250 and turning it into a million dollar business within five years, um, selling that and the rights to that, to a competitor, to open up a PR agency. I had suffered five miscarriages and my husband started to verbally, mentally, and emotionally abuse me almost every day, uh, multiple times a day. So it got to a point where he made me, and I was never, this is the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And I'm a size 14. Um, but at that point he was weighing me Oh my God. Uh, mm -hmm. and I had to sign a weight loss agreement. If I didn't weigh a certain amount, uh, I wouldn't get spoken to sometimes even allowed in the house. Um, we don't, I don't want to get into that, but Ugh. it was a very traumatic and trying time to the point where one day he walked into my living room and said, I'm running out of ways to abuse you. I'm going to start hitting you. Oh my God. So we separated at that point. I filed for divorce on our wedding day. Oh. Um, and within four weeks of the divorce being finalized, I attempted suicide. And, oh. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How and recent was this? 2016. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So from that point, when I woke up, I was pretty, when I found out that I was alive and how I, how it happened, um, some, it was through interventions and people coming over and all that sort of thing. I had duct tape on my mouth and I was about to go into the pool oh. and a bag over my head. There's episode two of my podcast goes all into that. And when I woke up, I was laying in my bed and hating everything. And I, all I kept thinking was I should have used a gun. And why did I use pills? This was so stupid of me. Someone found you? More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, back to squats and margaritas. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God you didn't use a gun. But it was all the all of the, the purpose, right? And exactly. so um, I was laying in bed and I was so depressed and my pet sitter was coming and she has always known me to be such a perfectionist, which is a very negative trait. I have um, that trait. Yep. It's part of of, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, so it's a psychological trait. Um, And so she came in and um, my house, there was junk food. I never ate junk food. Like I wasn't like extremely healthy or anything, but I didn't eat junk food. There was pizza boxes and junk food in my house and it was dirty. And she came in my bedroom and she made me get in the shower. Like she literally pulled my hand and took me into the shower and said, babe, you stink, you smell, it smells like urine in here. Like, so at that moment I'm laying in bed and, um, I roll over and I see the remote on the TV and I'm too, like, just too sad to even get up. In my mind, I think, I wish the TV would turn on. Mm-hmm. And the TV turns on and I see the remote and I'm like, going like this, looking around the room. And I said, and I was like, what the hell? And I'm like, did I just say that out loud? You know, I was thinking to myself and this man comes on TV and he says, when you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. And for some reason, it resonated like a lightning bolt. And I know I've heard it a hundred times, but for some reason in that moment, it, it stuck. Mm-hmm. And I, I started to watch and I ended up watching this man, Dr. Wayne Dyer, for about 16 hours. Wow. And after that, I got up out of bed and I said, in my pajamas, where's half price books, like in slippers and full pajamas. I drive in my car, go down to the, down to the street where there's the whole foods and the little cute shopping center, you know, and I walk into half price books and I'm like, where's Dr. Wayne Dyer stuff. And they pointed and he had 26 books and I literally got all of them. And from that moment on, I started becoming, um, just completely immersed in, uh, spirituality, understanding, the physics of it and almost trying to disprove it at some point being the publicist in me and the media person in me, like, if this was true, why did I work 90 hours a week? If this is true, you know, why did I do all these things? It can't be this easy. It can't be this true. So you felt skeptical at the beginning as well. I was so skeptical. I remember a long, long time ago when The Secret came out and I was Mm -hmm. watching Oprah, who I would soon manifest a one-on-one with, but I was watching Oprah and the secret came on and I was a workaholic. I would work 80 hours a week by choice. And, um, she, this woman came on and she's like, uh, you know, and she's talking about the secret and how you just wish things. And I, I remember like throwing my drink at the TV and I'm like, why would Oprah do this to us? Put this bullshit on the TV. I was pissed off. And then here's this man that God has 
made me talk to and look at. And I am like pissed, you know, I'm pissed because everything he says is true. I'm pissed that I'm going down the rabbit hole of the science. So I applied for um, postgraduate, but I applied for this program for mindfulness cognitive therapy degree. A lot of psychologists have this to add it on to like another letter. And I apply, write a dissertation and get in within three months of attempting to unalive myself. Wow. And in this 18 month program, I found out that there, there's a lot of science to this. And so the science of this, it goes in two ways. So the first wave is that our brain has this very important little part behind our ear. If you slice your brain in half right over here, it's called the amygdala. And the amygdala is so little bitty tiny thing. It would fit on the end of your nail and it controls everything in your life, almost everything in your life. Mm -hmm. And if your amygdala has never been addressed, then it starts to engorge and enlarge. So all of a sudden your triggers that a normal person would be like, okay, like, okay, I'm upset, but whatever. You're like, I'm upset, <laughs> you know? And it, it, back in the days when there was like pterodactyls and dinosaurs and the amygdala is like, hey, let's get upset. You're like, run pterodactyl, right? It was very important. Right. But we don't need that anymore but nobody talks about it. The second part of our brain is called the RAC, R-A-C. And the RAC part of our brain cannot tell the difference between a truth and a lie, happy or sad, good or bad. Mm -hmm. So the brain, the brain doesn't have an opinion. The heart has an opinion. So why is the heart more important than the brain? So as I started to go down that rabbit hole of the science of it, I'm like, there's really something to this. And so the inquisitive, curious, now awakened spiritual Michelle was like, does <laughs> God really have a plan for me? Right. And I thought he just hated me. Like he, he gave me to rapists. He gave me abusers. He took my babies from my body. He gave me an abusive husband. He gave me a father that hated me. And I read the first book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And in the first chapter, he says how his father hated him, was an alcoholic, left his mother when she was uneducated way, way back then. And no, like not even secretarial educated. Mm -hmm. And he grew up in an orphanage. Wow. And the day that he forgave his father, he started manifesting. Amazing. So if there is something, and I talk about this too, like that you're still carrying or you have resentment towards or something is, is that blocking? Like you have to release that in order to be completely open to manifest something else in your life. Is that so, a true statement? Yeah. You know, Aaron, I would say that in order for you to be a vibrational match to the currency of the thing that you want, because everything is energy and this is something we can't deny, Yeah, you know, um, Einstein said it best when you, when your energy matches the frequency, it, it is absolutely going to appear. This is physics. Why is this? So everything in this world is a mathematical equation and there's some energetic attachment to it. So if you're not knowing your best friend was extremely self-conscious about her looks, 
but you were happy about yourself. Like you were like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I like the way I look. I'm not unhappy. I don't care that I don't look like a Kardashian. Like I'm fine. Yeah. But every day her insecurity starts to feed onto you. And then you start to hate the way you look yes. and your body and whatever it is, that could be something. So you have to forgive this version of you who admired this version of her. And then it can be as deep as your father was raping you. It could be as innocuous as a bully of a teacher. Mm-hmm. So when you start to think about yourself, you have to think about yourself the way that you love the thing the most. So for you, it might be your children. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine your daughter be worrying about the way her weight was? No, absolutely not. Right. Not going right. to happen. Okay. So you look at it like that. So you look at it. So once you can love yourself, the way you love your cat, the way you love your dog, yeah. the way you love your Instagram, the way you love your TikToks, yeah. the way you love your children, and you can love that way for yourself, you're going to be able to manifest things into your reality because manifesting is the art of bringing something from thought to reality. And when you're a vibrational match to it, it doesn't necessarily need to appear in your reality for you to actually be able to manifest it. You want me to give you an example? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So we're going to close our eyes. And if you're listening and driving, please pull over. Please pull over. <laughs> Safety first. All right. So we're going to close our eyes. Now we're going to take a nice deep breath in through our nose and release through your mouth. Imagine a white table. Now imagine a white plate. Now imagine a big, fat, juicy, delicious Florida orange on that plate. Mmm. You can almost smell the rind. Now you can almost feel the juices pulsing inside of it. It's juicy and delicious. And I want you to now pick up that orange from the plate. Good job. It's almost too big for your hand. Lift it all the way to your nose. And we're going to repeat that breath in three, two, one. I want you to smell that orange and smell that rind go in. Okay. Open your eyes. I bet you smelled that orange. Didn't you? I did. That's crazy. (laughs) I could taste the orange. Like there was an orange. Whoa. And I don't think I could do that. Cause I'm like, my brain does not turn off from like the things that I have to do. That's why I know one of the steps towards manifesting is meditating on something. And I can't even, it's very hard for me to go to a place where I can't turn off what I have later that day or what I'm making for dinner. Like I can't go to just like a blank state. It's very hard for me to do that. So when you really focus on something like that, you smell the orange, you see the orange, you, there's no room to think about anything else. You're so, okay. So you have to really, so let's start there. Meditation. Was that a meditation? So this was a visualization act. And the way that this visualization worked. So like you said, it felt like you were about to rip open the vine and taste it. Um, it's because your brain in the rack area is understanding what you want in such a 3d printed version of your brain that your senses are now expecting the orange to be there. When you believe that deeply about something, you are manifesting it. 
Now, I bet you all day today, you're going to see oranges everywhere. <laughs> Somebody's going to say they want an orange. Somebody's going to offer you orange juice. You're going to be looking for oranges everywhere you go. Why? Because you just did a visualization to manifest that orange. Oh my God. Well, when we are thinking about bringing something from our thought to reality, this is the same process. Wow. But people get all jacked up in their brain. Like they put money on a pedestal or they put a relationship on a pedestal and they think that they're not worthy of that. And that's where their self-esteem and their self-love comes in. So manifesting starts by understanding that you have to love the version of you that you're in right now mm -hmm. to the same degree that you want to be loved at. Mm -hmm. And the reason that it feels so good to be in love, whether it's with your pet, your children, or your, your SP, is because that person is reflecting back to you how you should feel about yourself. They yeah. look at you with admiration and inspiration. Okay. And if you can't feel that way about yourself, you can't manifest yet. It, it, so you it, can get there. You can, but it's going to, you're going to have these lower results, like just a parking okay. spot or somebody calling you, but gotcha. to go ahead and manifest, you know, um, dream opportunities and wonderful things to come into your reality. You have to be very in love with yourself and almost to a state of delusion, which is now trending called lucky girl syndrome, uh -huh. um, but it's just another variation of manifesting and manifesting has been around since the 1850s. And in psychology, it's been studied all over. In fact, if you read the Bible, it's 250 verses in the Bible are all about manifesting. 75 are about crystals. Wow. And so, yeah, so it's been, this has been a guide for all of us that we've just been ignoring. And we try to do it the way that we're told, be a good girl, go to school, get an education, be smart, look nice, be polite, you know, sit still and look pretty. And that is just not gonna work anymore. Mm -hmm. And so now we can get to a place in a state with training and it starts with meditation. It starts with releasing your history. And honestly, it starts with just saying, I agree that my life is going to change right now. In fact, I'm going to invite everybody who's listening right now to just tune into their own vibration and say to themselves, yes, right now I'm worthy of more than this. Yes. Right now I'm worthy of more than this. Yes. Right now I'm going to allow the universe to take control and bring beautiful things into my reality and watch how fast the universe just starts filling. A lot of times you'll start seeing these numbers, four, 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 one, 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 10, 10 all the time. What's interesting is look up your spiritual practice and see what 1010 in that book is. Okay. Eleven, eleven. There's also an angel book, lots of angel books, and you can get angel numbers and kind of decipher. So, you know, the Buddhists believe that your, and Buddhist, Buddhism is not a religion, it's a practice. They believe that your soul is so huge and so big that it only a mere tiny amount can fit in this body. And so your higher self is behind you and it would take up like the size of my house because that's who you really are. And then there's the other version, which is your guides and then your angels. And then there's 13 realms of angels. So you did and depending on your life path number, it depends on how many times you've been here, what your path is, what your purpose is, what you're supposed to be doing, what you're not supposed to be doing. Everything breaks down to a numerological um, assignment. 
And so I try to teach it to people in a way that makes it not complicated and fun. And that way they actually get it in this class that I just finished right now. One person manifested a 3k bonus, a pay raise vacation time and a new place all in four weeks. Another person quit their job, launched their business, got their dream clients in the first four weeks. Somebody else manifested a car. Specifically, they asked, they wanted bonus $3,000 that you have to, I don't want to meditate on, or you have to think on that specific thing. It has to be that specific to manifest something. Yeah. So there's a lot of different techniques. Okay. Um, but the easiest one is just to start with one thing okay. Just start with, I started with an apple. So I always say from green apples to Oprah, you can manifest anything. <laughs> just going to think of this apple or whatever you want, you know, um, you're just going to wake up and you're going to say green apple, green apples. Love me. I see green apples everywhere. I can see green apples on t-shirts. I can see them on bumper stickers. I can see them in cars. I can see them on the billboards. I can see it on TV. I can see it on social media. I bet I, I could, I could see 20 green apples today. And then everywhere you go, your people are going to be like, uh, yeah, that's an apple. So what you're going to be like, <laughs> So this is the universe saying to you, you have now jumped timelines. They've like reaffirm it affirms yeah. like here's an apple, like you're doing it. You're doing it. Okay. And they're, they're telling you, they're signifying to you, you've broken the barrier from the 3D limiting reality that you've been living in to a more spiritual reality. Yeah. And so what is a spiritual awakening? It means that your soul is now in charge of your life. Oh Before God. it was your ego. Yeah. And what is ego? E-G-O. Edging God out. Whoa. So when you're operating in ego, everything is so important, right? Like, oh my God, everybody in my friend group has LVs. I need one. Everyone's <laughs> got red bottoms. I need one. Everybody yeah. does. I need that. So now you're judging yourself against a society that is probably in a household that's probably in debt probably unhappy. They have that oh. purse instead of an orgasm. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so all of this is to say that wanting nice things doesn't make you a bad person, but wanting them because you want other people to think that you're successful makes you not a soul for person makes you an ego driven person. Mm -hmm. And in order to really go into manifesting, you have to be more soul driven. And then people say, well, then how do all the evil people have money? They mastered it. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Now back to squats and margaritas. There's a very famous saying, millionaires don't read astrology. Billionaires read astrology. Well, every president has had an astrologer. Every billionaire has some sort of astrologer. They just keep it on the down low. So wow. you're tapping into the GPS of your life. All your life, you've just been putting gas in the car and driving and hoping to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. So when you tap into your internal guidance system, it's like, ways turn left, stupid. Oh, <laughs> going down the same road. Oh, shit, shit. Okay, Speed okay. check ahead. Oh, shit. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's that extra level of guidance. Okay. That makes sense. And now you're using ways instead of a map. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like right? So, so like in the prior you, you were taking out the old school map. Yeah. Even if you were, even if you were doing that, most people just get in the car and be like, where are you going? Um, just trying to survive this traffic. Yeah. Love but where this. are you heading? No, just, just trying to get through the next day, you know, no purpose, just no purpose. You're just existing, not living. You're and then when you go from existing to suffering, it's a very quick slide to depression and anxiety and all of the things that make you feel unworthy, disenfranchised, mm -hmm. disillusioned, and disappointed in the life that you're here. And so that's when suicidal thoughts come in or let me get off the planet. Let me get out of here. I can't wait this, for this show to be over kind of starts creeping into your reality. Well, now your vibration is a match to people who think like that, to clients who think like that, to people, friends, relatives, lovers, even the money, because you have yeah. to remember everything is energy everything and everybody how do i manifest money are you crazy why do you care there is a current currency in the current of currency so if you're not the current vibrational match to it you're going to get it and lose it why do 87 percent of lottery winners report that they are in debt within five years of winning the lottery mm in debt, 87% all their lives. Oh, if I just won the lottery, if I just won the lottery, if I just won the lottery. There you go. <laughs> the lottery. <laughs> oh, well, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car and you get right. a car, right? They're not, they never worked on their energy. They didn't know how to handle that. So the universe said, all right, smarty pants, here's the lottery. You're still gonna be you. It's like people who move and think that their whole life is going to be different and that they're going to start over. Mm -hmm. No, you move because you want to be where you're going to be, not because you need a, a, a escape of something, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, and so I I went down that rabbit hole and um, I was a full time publicist, a TV media publicist, and really set out to disprove this whole thing because I thought it was so insulting to workaholics like me. It makes sense. You're like, no, I'm working my ass off. Someone's just manifesting this. This is bullshit. So you yeah. went in thinking like, you're going to disprove it. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And, um, and by like month six of this and through the training program, I was just blown away and started meditating and I took Adderall, Xanax and Ambion every day for like four years just to survive my day. Mm -hmm. Two or three or four Ambien to wake up so I wouldn't eat and be thin, right? And then a couple of Xanax so I wasn't so geeked out. Like I would be in meetings. I'm like, mm -mm, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, we're going to get that done. And this person's going to do this, and da -da -da -da, right? And then Ambien to just knock myself out and get like four or five hours and wake up and do it again. Mm. And I thought to myself, when they told me I had to meditate, I was like, well, I'm just going to kill myself again because there's no way I can get sit down and meditate. I was like, if this is the solution, it's not going to work for me. Okay. And through That's the training, me. I, I'm, I'm happy that you're saying that because I, you felt that way too. I, I can't, like go to a place, I guess I did with the orange. I, I can't shut out 
like mom life and just like the stuff that's on a mom that's like when the kids get home, like grocery lists and just like especially like a working mom like i have a constant checklist of things that i have to plan ahead for it's very hard for me to shut that out and go somewhere else so what you have to do start small we're just going to do five minutes for for okay. 21 days and in those because it takes 21 days to make it happen Mm -hmm. So in that 21 days, go to the bathroom, shut the door, put your sleeping mask on, okay. set your phone for five minutes. Do not disturb, play a guided meditation. This is what literally what I had to do. I would have to go to my bathroom, okay. close the door, turn off the lights, set the alarm, listen to a guided meditation on okay. my phone, turn my phone upside down and have my, my blindfold on just so I could close it because my brain was just like this yes. all the time. Yes. Why? Because your amygdala is engorged. Ah, how do I uh, disengorge it? <laughs> Meditate. It's Meditate, it makes it come back down. Yeah. It takes like, it lets it release. Mine was okay. over 600. It's like at 100 now. Oh, and it stays there? Or you have to keep, no, it, it, keep it going yeah, like by the practice of meditating? It's going to go back to pterodactyl, pterodactyl, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> but when, when that happens and let's say you're in the bathtub and you're like, okay, Michelle said five minutes, I can do five minutes. Mm -hmm. Trying to talk yourself into the five minutes. As soon as the first little thing, did you check that last email? Because you were waiting on that sponsor information and you were doing, yep. as soon as that does, you're going to make yourself a little in your mind, a little sticky note, write it down on that and say five minutes. Okay. Just give me five minutes. File it away. Go back to the meditation and always do guided because they're telling yeah. you a story. Yeah. You can't go somewhere else in your head. Okay. Like, look at your feet on the sand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it, the alarm goes off and you're like, no way. Okay. Then after you feel confident in doing five bump up to 10 it, at 15 is when it really starts to take hold. Mm. And it's best to meditate five days a week. Okay. Now I meditate every day, twice a day. Um, because I'm calling a lot of things in. I'm calling a million listeners. I'm calling in a million dollars. I'm calling in big collaborations, retreat opportunities. So I have to keep my energy a hundred percent pure. Like I don't even drink alcohol anymore. I don't take any prescriptions of any kind of anything. I'm a vegan. I mean, I used to be like, wipe its ass, cut off its horns and bloody as hell on the plate. Okay. But now I understand that there is a vibrational match to that. So if you eat a cow that was tortured and suffered and its babies was ripped out from it and mm. the milk was made to make drinking milk, well, you're eating and drinking all that suffering and all that sadness and all of that pain. And you're really, you know, the cow eats the grass and the grass is the protein. So you're kind of eating the middleman anyway. So there's unnecessary suffering. And so I, I want to have, you know, um, a heart like Jesus and a mind like Buddha. And I want to create no suffering, accept no suffering and not be a contributor to any suffering. I love that. And so for me, yeah. For me, that was a part of my journey. That doesn't mean that you need to do that. I'm not saying you have to do these things, but I'm saying that if you're eating Taco Bell, I'm, excuse me, let me take that back. If you're eating fast food okay. and 
everybody at that establishment hates their job. Wow. Yeah. You're taking it okay. on. Now you're like, that chalupa just cost you what? Your energy. Or that pizza what? Or that fast burger what? Wow. Never thought so about that. <laughs> yeah, everything is energy. So okay. if you're going to eat an animal, try to get the animals that were treated the best. Free and range. Kind of. And check out the companies because sometimes those words are very, you know, so just okay. Google them. Like even if you're at the grocery store, just put that name of that company in and say like, oh, look, put scam in the name of that company in and see what comes up. And if wow. nothing comes up, then those eggs, those chickens did get 200 square feet. So I always used to use this comparison. If, if chickens ate people, and there was two chickens across the street and I was in a cage and I was outside and there's a cage with a hundred other people in it. And there's a cage with nobody in it. Mm -hmm. And that chicken goes, damn, can you believe how much the cost of people are these days? The dozen people used to cost me four 99 and the other person goes, Oh, I don't buy those kind of people. I, I buy the people that are all, they get their sunshine. They get to go talk to people. They have a hundred square feet walking around. Are you kidding? That's like double the price. Yeah. I just feel better eating it. Yeah. So if you're going to eat the animals, honor them. Yeah. Right. Wow. And so let them have at least some life before they come to you. Yes. And so just, and taking that energy into everything that you're doing starts to change the way that you create in this world. And what happens is that the universe starts creating very differently with you as well. Okay. I love that. You just made me think of something when you were talking about all the things you're calling in, and this may be a stupid question. No, there's else? no stupid questions. Okay. Can someone else manifest something for you? Very popular question. Oh, I thought you're gonna be like, okay, that is a stupid question. <laughs> no, it's a very popular question. So what you can do is that you can work with their angels or their guides. Yep. Okay. So let's say that you were having a disagreement with a significant person in your life. When you die, everything's forgiven instantly. If you ever look at near-death experiences, everyone says the same thing. I got into this tunnel and all of a sudden I felt love for the people I hated. I felt love for the person who killed my son. I felt love for this. I felt go and st I studied it for like six months. When you read person after person from all around the world, different ages, different timelines. Everyone says the same thing. I was met with love. I was a bad person. I was met with love. So if you think that everything is love, mm -hmm. then this person that you're having a disagreement with is also love. Mm -hmm. So if you speak to the loves of them with your love, the relationship will change. And let me give you an example. One of my students that's in one of my live classes right now, she has a very um, hard job at a hospital and um, she's in her third master's program right now. Mm. And her and her husband are just not seeing eye to eye. They're just not. And no matter what's going on, he sees, he sees it one way. She sees it another and so I said, I invite you to go talk to his higher self. I want you to write two letters. The first letter is all the grievances that you believe has occurred from him to you, right? Every, every detail that you, and the way that you really feel it, like you thought it was funny. I thought it was painful. 
you, you know, you think it's cute. I find it triggering, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you're just going to say it. Then you're going to write a second letter and that letter is going to be from them to you. And they're going to address every single thing. You're right. I shouldn't have said that you're right. This is a, let them apologize, read both letters. Wow. And I have a podcast called two by two, four letters. I always write. And then you go through that process where you go through a meditation and you see yourself and them in space. So it's just black. And in that position, read the letter. Da -da 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 -da. They read the letter. Da -da -da -da. Then you say, in this space, I forgive you. And do you love me? Yes, I love you too. Literally, they've been, they've been fighting for almost three months. Literally within three days, she said, I don't know what happened. He came home, he brought me flowers. He came <laughs> home and he said this, and he came home and he said this. I said, girl, you're the magic. Wow. Yeah. You're the secret sauce. <laughs> That's incredible. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. Now back to squats and margaritas. I kind of wanted to end it. Like if somebody is thinking about something, just how to manifest that thing for whoever's thinking about it. We, do we have enough time to just just like in a few minutes, what is the first step? What should you do every day to manifest the thing? So in the first 90 seconds of your day, that rack center in your brain is going to get set. So what the rack does, like we said, red sports car, yellow banana. So if you, in the first 90 seconds, you don't have to go and find your meditation. You don't have to plug something in. Just wait for the, you know, don't, the kids are asleep, whatever it is. Make a recording, a 90 second recording of the thing that you want most and just rant on that. It's going to feel so good to, it feels so good that now I can't believe how creative the universe was. It, br it brought it to me through my friends. It brought me to me through this. It supported this. I have this, I have this. My life is beautiful. My home is clean. My children are fed. My dogs are happy. My life is good. And you just talk about all the good things that are happening in your life mm -hmm. and rant about it for 90 seconds. You're going to listen to this every day and every night, right before you go to bed, because that first 90 seconds sets the whole day. So if the rack part of your brain and then the, the energy of your vibrational force in the universe starts to collide, well, then all of a sudden magic starts to appear. People are like, are you magical? What is it about you? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm a manifestation master. You should become one. It's really fun. And so, and so when you do that, you're now going to be looking for the opportunities, the people, the mind is the mind's job is simply to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. The heart's job is to have fear and love and worry and pain and suffering. So if the mind is like, well, everything's great and we're all happy and everything's good. Let's just find the million dollars. Let's find the, the, the opportunity to be in a magazine. Let's find the opportunity to have a, uh, be on stage. Let's find the opportunity to, uh, meet the significant person of my life, to take my family to Bali, to go to whatever it is like this once in a lifetime kind of thing. Well, the universe is the whole job. All it wants to do is set a conspiracy to prove you right. Yeah. Because the second that you start thinking negatively or, and I don't like toxic positivity. Okay. That's not what I'm about. But the, the minute that you start going down the rabbit hole of I'm not enough and it's never going to work out. And it's for other people who are more educated or a different color or different sexual orientation or different ethnicity. I'm in the wrong country. I'm in the wrong body, whatever it is. The universe is going to reflect that back to you. Yep. So then you 
all the people who think you're the wrong color or think you're the wrong sexual orientation or think this about you. But if you walk around in this ultimate illusion that the universe is obsessed with you, like I literally will walk up to him and be like, are you just, are you just obsessed with me or what? You love me because I love you so much. Oh my God. It's so good to be with But I'll tell you what my mirrors said for six months in 2016. Seven mirrors in my house had dry, had paint on it. Don't kill yourself today. God, Michelle. Right? So in that time, I have manifested a TEDx, a one-on-one with Oprah, vacations, money. I live in a million-dollar dream home on the water. Um, I started a podcast two years ago. Two years ago, not $1 spent on advertising, not one co-host. And I'm going to hit a half a million people this year. All of my classes are sold out. Every time I announce them, half of it gets sold out immediately. Then the other one, I'm like, sign up, sign up. And then the last day, everybody signs up. People's lives are changing. Hundreds of thousands of people are saying yes to their spirituality and walking away from their ego, walking away from bad relationships, bad people, terrible jobs, and finding out how wonderful life can be. And I call my podcast, My Love Letter to God, you're going to sit there for 25 minutes and get instructions on how to manifest. That's it. Yes. Because I thought, well, maybe not everybody can afford to work with me and not everybody can get into one of my classes, but everybody can listen. And I have one person last night. She said, Michelle, before I took this class, I had $200 in my bank account and I gave you my last 150. Oh my God. He's the one that got the three K and bonuses, the pay raise, the house, uh, the extra money, her mom, who's never supported her life just out of the blue, sent her a hundred dollar gas card. And she literally didn't have any money for gas that day. So I'm telling you right now that, that when you start to call these things into the universe, the universe is going to say, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Because they want to validate the fact that you're changing and they want you to see that vibration instantly so you get hooked. And I want you to too, because I don't want I don't want anybody right now who's sitting there saying, Well, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. No, you're not. No, right. you're not. You and that child had a decision that you were going to come here and that you were going to break generational bonds and raise her differently than you were raised. And that's enough, man. And that's important because she and you are now going to impact two. Every person impacts 1000 people in their life. So now you created a human that's going to impact a thousand, at least a thousand people. And if you do it right, maybe more, maybe tens of thousands. And so we're getting rid of these old constraints and racism and sexism and ageism and, and all of these low vibrational things in this woke culture of the spiritual revolution. Oh my God. I, I am so excited <laughs> to bring this to my listeners. And I'm so excited that I was even on a vibe or a frequency that brought you into my life because we randomly, not random, not random we, we, What's the word? Um, we aligned purposefully and now we're going to continue to do more things together. I know it. Um, where can people get more from you? Listen, I made it as simple as possible. My name is Michelle J Lamont. That's it. Michelle J Lamont on everything. My Instagram, <laughs> my TikTok, my website, 
If you put it into to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're listening to this phenomenal podcast. Um, and one of the reasons that people love you so much, Aaron, and they're so obsessed with you is because of your authenticity. Thank you. And the vibration that you put into this world for us. How could we, how could the women who need you not be embarrassed about things in their life and not have the shame about certain situations if you hadn't stepped into your higher self, Thank if you. you kept quiet about this, if you had stayed small about this, Aaron, think of all of those hundreds of thousands of people who listen to you, who would be in shame and fear and in doubt. You're such a powerful angel on this earth. That is, of course, the universe was like, we're, we're ready to level Aaron up. Right. Let's shell at that event. Yes. You're like an angel and you, it's like people see you now, like with my first like perception of you. And that's why I had you come and speak in DC because your energy. And when you came out and it's like, Oh my God, I just, if I just had that, so you sharing that you didn't all, and just very recently didn't have that makes it possible and like accessible. Like if you can go from an orphanage and like suicide attempt to turn it into what you have today, like it shows other people that you didn't always have this and you weren't lucky. Like you were quite the opposite and you manifested this life and that it's possible. So thank you for sharing that and for manifesting yourself into my life. And I can't wait to see what we do next together. Thank you so much for listening to the squats and margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So you never miss an episode and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of squats and margaritas. 